wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. In comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S on today's show. Let's talk about the Kansas City Royals, who sit at 7-10 and 10 right now. That puts them three games out of a wild card spot and four games out of the division lead from the Minnesota Twins. Uh, so... You look at where they're at right now, they're going to play two games against the Reds before another off day on Thursday, and then they'll start another series with the Minnesota Twins. Now, they swept the Twins last time, and it's time to really think about what this team is. They're 7-10 and right now. They went from a six-game losing streak to a four-game winning streak, and it's hard to know what to think of this team. Are they closer to that six-game losing streak, or are they closer to the four-game winning streak? And it's easy to to say they're they're closer to the four-game winning streak because it's more fun that way. Uh, and uh, they got healthy in that winning streak. They got Brad Keller back. Uh, they got Junis back. They got a full rotation now. They got Hunter Dozier back to help that lineup. Uh, so it's easy. There's a lot of optimism uh, in that four-game winning streak. You still got to see it, though. You still got to see them be consistent. Now, the four-game winning streak matches the, the longest winning streak they had all last year, so that's good, and they'll have a good chance to win tonight. Going up against the Reds, uh, the Reds currently right now are in second place of the NL Central at 7-9, and nine, and they'll match up today with Luis Castillo, and he is 0-2 with a 4.76 ERA on the year. Uh, he's he's had some really good starts and, and starts to the starts. Uh, you know, uh, he he really falls apart in the later inning. The longer he stays in there, uh, his two starts have been against Detroit, where he gave up uh, five runs, and then Cleveland gives up three runs. And in that Detroit game, uh, just the wheels fell off of him late. Uh, same thing in Cleveland. Uh, so really, the more you see him through the lineup, the more you can get to him. You're going to throw out there Chris Bubich, uh, of course. Uh, the rookie with a great changeup, and he's got a 3.6 ERA. You know, I, I think they have a good chance to win this series. I mean, it, at worst, you would hope that you'd split. You don't want to get swept in a two-game set whenever you're going to face uh, a guy with a four ERA and then a guy making his season debut off of an injury uh, in Wade Miley. So hopefully the Royals can get, a, can get at least a split here in this two-game set. You're going to have Keller going tomorrow, one of your best pitchers, who was phenomenal against the Cubs lineup, didn't give up a run, and gets his first win on his first start back. 
goes deep in that ball game. Uh, but but this Reds lineup is going to be is going to be scary. I mean, it's going to be one of the best that you face along with the Twins uh, and and you already faced the Cubs. It's going to be one of the best lineups that you face all year long. So that's going to be the difficult part for this pitching staff to manage uh, how they're going to navigate through Mike Moustakis, how they're going to navigate through uh, you know uh, Nick Castellanos, how they're going to navigate through uh, Nick Swenzel. How are they going to get through Shogo and Joey Votto? Uh, there's there's a lot, there's a lot to navigate through this lineup, uh, but the Reds have not been the world beaters I thought that they were going to be. Uh, so this is going to be uh, a real test to see where you fall on the spectrum. Uh, can you at least pull out a split here? If you can pull out a split against the Reds and pull out one game against the Twins, who you just swept last weekend, even if you lose that series, as long as you can get one game from them, You've put yourself in good position to keep weathering the storm. We always knew that this that this scenario of Twins, Reds, Twins, Reds, Twins was going to be a tough one to win any games. You swept one series already. So if you can make it through at the end of this stretch here and be 500 or very, very close to it, the playoffs would still be in reach. You would just need to make sure you take care of business, and from there you wouldn't have the leeway of losing games. That put a lot of pressure on the team, uh, but if they can prove that they can be 500 after the stretch, I think that they could do it. So you're going to go up against uh, the, the Reds these two games and have the, another off day coming up on Thursday. And these off days really do help. I mean, you played 17 straight games. You got this off day yesterday to reset, you know, to reset your bullpen and everything. You'll play today and tomorrow. You can you can feel comfortable using that bullpen before an off day on Thursday. Reset the bullpen again and then start a, a massive twin series where you need at least one win. Uh, and, and I think it's unrealistic to think that they can uh, win a twin series again. Uh, I think it's unrealistic to think that they can uh, sweep the twins or even win the series. But you should at least get one game from this. That should be your goal for this weekend. It's one game from each series. These off days are going to help a lot whenever you look at the bullpen. They really are because the bullpen has been your strength. You were shorthanded with, a, with that bullpen on Sunday, and you were still able to pull it out thanks to Scott Barlow and Greg Holland and Josh Stomont. But it's good to have the entire crew back in that bullpen. But it's also good to have our good friends over at CBDMD helping you out, whether you're a professional athlete or a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints pains in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or a shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recovery combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arsena and Vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo and everything else that CBDMD has to offer... They're offering our listeners 25% off your next order when you use promo code LOCKDOWNMLB at checkout. Once again, that's cbdmd.com, promo code LOCKDOWNMLB for 25% off with your purchase of superior CBD products from cbdmd.com, promo code LOCKEDONMLB. I'm very interested to see what this lineup looks like tonight against the Reds. I want to see how Matheny is going to manage a fully rested, fully healthy lineup. Where does he put guys... Uh, this is really the first time because when Hunter Dozier came back, uh, you put Perez at DH and had Gallagher in there. Uh, where does everyone slot in with everyone fully rested, fully healthy, Perez behind the plate? Uh, where are you going to put Hunter Dozier at? Who's going to be your DH? Are you still going to put Solaire in right field or is, are you going to put Dozier in right field? Uh, how are you going to manage this lineup now? 
I'm really interested in that. I, I want to see his lineup with everyone 100% and fully back. Uh, I also want to see just how he continues to manage the bullpen. I think that today will give us a real indication. Now, this is obviously barring the game being close uh, or even the Royals having a lead, uh, but you've got your guys. I mean, everyone in the bullpen is available today. So we should know in a high leverage situation who Matheny is favoring at this point in the season. I mean, in a 60-game season, we're 25 or more percent of the way done. So by now, uh, we'll know tonight who Matheny likes out of that bullpen and who he trusts out of that bullpen. I think really he trusts Rosenthal. I think he trusts Holland. I think after Sunday he's going to trust Stomont. I think that those are going to be his top three guys out of the bullpen. And I want to see what, what it really happens out there. And I think that for the Royals' sake, you need to keep throwing out there Ian Kennedy because you have to try to have him turn it around. Obviously, it would not be disastrous if you don't get to trade Ian Kennedy. Uh, but for how good he was last year at the bullpen – uh, you were hoping to get something out of him at the deadline. The deadline at this point is two weeks away. You've got to you've got to try to give him outings to impress other clubs who are in the mix and maybe get back some sort of prospect, some sort of uh, a flyer that you think maybe can help you down the road. Uh, but again, if, if they can't do that, and if if Kennedy is on this roster on August 31st and he wasn't traded, that's not a disaster. Uh, but of course, you would prefer uh, that Kennedy would be traded and Kennedy would be. Uh, on to some contending team where you get a flyer back to try to help this team grow in the future. Uh, but Especially because uh, I don't think trading Kennedy really signifies this team tanking or signifies this team not trying to win. Um, you can say that they should tank, uh, but I don't think that Kennedy is, is the one holding this all together. Uh, I think that the, this bullpen has proven uh, that, they, that they can survive not having Ian Kennedy. They can survive with Rosenthal, Holland, Stomont, Barlow, and once your starters go uh, and, and start getting stretched out more and start going to that fifth, sixth, seventh inning, that, that would be about all you need for a competitive team is those guys right there and then mix and match a few more on the back end or the front of the bullpen, rather, uh, where you need certain innings eight and things like that. Uh, but you do still have a good core in your bullpen without Ian Kennedy, so that frees you up to trade him. Uh, but with how good Rosenthal's pitching, and how good he's playing out of that bullpen, and he looks he looks back to his old self a little bit, I wouldn't be surprised to see him dealt in two weeks if this team does not do what they need to do to stay competitive. And that's going to be the, the tricky part here for Dayton Moore. Um, if you're two games out, what do you do in two weeks? Because you can't blame him either way. Because if you're two games out, there, there's a good chance this team still falls apart and, and doesn't win those and doesn't win enough games to get in the postseason like everyone predicted. But there's also a good chance this team overperforms and gets those two games in a wacky 60-game season and does get in the postseason if you keep Rosenthal, if you keep your guys. I, I don't think that there is a, a wrong answer, so to say, unless you're like five games out by that time, uh, which with this with this stretch here of Twins, Reds, Twins, Reds. Uh, I, I don't think that we know anything yet. I think that this will be a big tell, uh, this upcoming stretch. If you can stay in the hunt here, if you can stay within three games after this stretch, then maybe you should keep your guys at the deadline. Now, the deadline this year is not going to be crazy. There is no Whit Merrifield trade out there. There is no Jorge Soler trade out there. Uh, the guys you'll be trading, if you do trade, would be Trevor Rosenthal, 
would be Ian Kennedy, would be Greg Holland, uh, guys like that, a flyer veteran bullpen arm uh, that won't net you a lot back in return, so maybe it's not even worth it to deal them, especially with how little they're making. Maybe a Michael Franco, as would be the only position player that you might trade, would be Michael Franco. Uh, if someone wants to take a power hitter and they have that DH spot open, they're kind of using it as a revolving door right now, but having a firm DH could really solidify their lineup. Uh, maybe that, especially for an NL team who hasn't really planned on having a DH this year and can make their lineup stronger by having a true bat in that lineup instead of a, a position player that gets a day off. Uh, maybe Franco, uh, maybe Holland, Rosenthal, uh, maybe Kennedy as well. Uh, but there's not going to be a humongous blockbuster. There's not enough time. There's not enough time to get back what you would need back to make a Whit Merrifield trade worth it, to make a Jorge Soler trade worth it. There's simply not enough time. I would be stunned if those guys get traded this this season. There's just it, it's just too tight of a window. It really is. Uh, I think that those guys get traded. If they get traded, it'll be at the winter meetings. It'll be whenever you have a, a much longer window of, of opportunity, and whenever you can sell that team on. Look, you have a full year with these guys, so I'm going to need back a lot more than what you're offering. And, and you can play hardball a little bit. We, no good trades ever come uh, from scrambling at the deadline to get rid of a guy. You don't need to do that with Merrifield. You don't need to do that with Solaire. You have them under control, uh, and, and you can really just wait this out. So this team right now uh, is, in a, is in a good position. I mean, this is where we thought they'd get to, but we didn't think it happened this way. I mean, we didn't think it would include a six-game losing streak, losing series to the Tigers, and then sweeping the Twins. That's not how we expected to get here, uh, but we got to the point where – we said they did have to get to to be competitive and to be uh, in the hunt for the playoffs. And as crazy as it is in a 60-game season, they're still in the hunt for a, for the playoff spot. They still can make the postseason. But it's going to take winning tough games like you did this last weekend. So uh, the bottom line is, do you believe that they're closer to the six-game losing streak or they're closer to the five uh, to the four-game winning streak? We'll see tonight as Chris Bubich goes up against the Cincinnati Reds, and you take on the Reds in a two-game set before an off day and then a three-game set with the Minnesota Twins, who are struggling right now. The Twins just lost a game to the Pirates before getting swept by the Royals. So a lot's up in the air right now around baseball, and and the Royals are right in the mix. Matheny has managed that bullpen well. Uh, We've all talked about the lineup concerns we've had, but with a full lineup back, I would expect those lineup concerns to go away because it seems pretty set in stone what's going to happen. I mean, it seems pretty cut and dry who's going to play. So I feel I feel good about the team right now, better than I did in a six-game losing streak, of course, but still I'm not sure where this team is at because they've shown you two different ball clubs. A lot of that's due to you know, you getting a full roster back in these last four games that you've won. So we'll see where the dust settles here. I think it's a competitive lineup. I think it's a competitive bullpen, and you're going to need Bubich. You're going to need Singer. You're going to need – Keller to step up. You're going to need Duffy to step up. Duffy has not been good this season. You're going to need your pitching. They're starting pitching to step up. If your starting pitcher can step up and your hitting can stay the way that they have been these last four games with that full long lineup, then we're going to be having a much better time on the Locked On Royals podcast, your teams every day on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-A-S. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked On Royals.